Welcome to the Think to Win podcast. I am Burke O'Day here again with Sam Lucy. How are you, Sam? I'm fine, Burke. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. It's been a uh, an interesting time, honestly, ever since you had me watch the the Social Dilemma documentary, which is what we're going to be talking about in the next few episodes. Okay. I'm really glad that you had me watch it, and Art watched it as well. And I mean, oh my god, pretty eye opening, wasn't it? <laughs> eye opening to say the least. Shocking to me. I, yeah. Yes, it's shocking. It's terrifying. It's it's everything you know that you mm-hmm. could imagine, and. We're going to have... Uh, what? Excuse me, but what I liked about that, Burke, was that it was a documentary, so it wasn't mm-hmm. somebody's opinion, but it was the uh, the actual programmers that built those platforms that were, ta- that were talking about it, and I thought that made it uh, credible, authentic, and credible, and uh, through their, you know, seeing it through their eyes, and uh, I just thought it was a great documentary. Okay, so yeah, what do you want mean, to talk about the today? The people that we're talking were obviously very influential. We had the president of Pinterest, the inventor of Google Drive, the you know one of the inventors of the Gmail chat, and even the guy that made the Facebook like button. Right. So, I mean, it, it was a... Yeah, they a weren't just uh, people that had an opinion about it. No. They were people that built these platforms. Yeah. You know, and, it wasn't uh, the guy that worked at the cafe at Google for two years and then said, this is what's going on. It's the guy that made the like button the like button for Facebook. I think it it was just so interesting. And we have, we're going to have to take a couple episodes here um, to really go over this and dive into everything that's going on in social media and consequentially in the world today. But today I think we should kind of open up by looking at the good of social media. There's so much bad involved with it as we saw in the documentary. And if you haven't watched it, I would highly recommend that you watch the documentary. Um, We're going to talk about it here for, I don't know, the next couple episodes and just dive into sort of what it means for our world. Um, But today we're especially going to focus on the good of social media. And as much bad and as many, you know, horrible and horrific things that it's causing the world, there are a fair amount of good things, wouldn't wouldn't you say, Sam? Oh, I think there's a tremendous amount of good things with uh, social media. And I think probably we should think of technology as a whole. you know, technology is kind of a sword that cuts both ways. You have the good and you have the, the opposite, obviously. Today we're going to talk about the good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think technology ha- overall has created uh, a productivity. It has increased productivity tremendously in, in our world. And, uh, and I think that, that was, that's been a big thing. Because while there's been a lot of drag on productivity, I think the Technology has kind of kept us even in a lot of ways with productivity, which of course holds prices down, you know, and, and uh, for consumers and everyone else. So overall, technology is just a wonderful thing. It really is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Although you know, I can I can remember when I used to have to go to a payphone and <laughs> call somebody, you know, and now you know, I, I, the, I, the first phone I had was a bag phone, and the first time I got a call, I was on a interstate eight, a bag phone. Yeah, what is you, that? Well, it, it was a regular telephone. It was in a bag. <laughs> you plugged it into your uh, cigarette lighter, and it worked. Oh, like a car phone. Car phone, bag phone okay. in a car, yeah. Oh, so okay. I'm going down Interstate 80, and I get a call, and wow, you know, I huh. it was from a mortgage broker, mortgage uh, company that was closing a mortgage on some structure I was building for somebody. And wow, you know, it, I did it. It was wonderful. I didn't have to go to a payphone, you know. So I can remember all the way back there. I have to admit that I... Uh, 
I didn't respect technology at first. I, I respected what it would do, but I didn't keep up with it. I, be, I just ignored it. And by the time I got involved, I was so far behind, and am still so far behind. You know, that, but when I, I, when I watch my five-year-old, six-year-old grandson, you know, pick up the phone and make a talk or pick up the, the thing with the remote for the TV and just, boom, just go right to his program, you know, uh, go, go to Netflix and go to kids' programs and get the one he wants. Um, it just amazes me because they get growing up with it. But the good side of technology is, is, is that, you know, the, the, what it's done for people. But when you get to social media, that's another. That's a whole other uh, topic, and uh, so today we want to talk about the, the positive sides of social media. And I think, uh, you know, what happened in our country, I guess, and even in our world, is we scattered. You know, people used to live in the same house and in, in the same neighborhood, usually around family for their whole life. Well, that 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 went away. I mean, and, and that not necessarily was a bad thing that it went away. People moved. They moved around. They were, you know, the careers took them different places, and and the and the cloistered family, you know, we kind of got away from that, and that distance was uh, separated people tremendously. Well, now with social media, you can be anywhere, and then you can be back together. Uh, I remember my associate Arthur uh, met his wife in uh, Canada, and he's talked to her, and he used to say, "I'm on uh, what was it?" Uh, Skype, yeah, he used to say, I'm, you know, he's talking to her every night on Skype. But I, okay, Skype, I didn't, I didn't pay much attention to it, but, you know, it, it, it was there. So I think that the fact that it allows people to connect, families connect, you can reconnect with old relationships. I'm just a novice on it, and I don't use it very much, but I, I am using it to reconnect with people that I haven't seen 25 or 30 years, and, uh, and that's good, you know, so... Uh, connecting people together. See, people have an innate need to belong and to be connected. You know, some animals are, 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 are they'll live alone. You know, you know the male, uh, male lions, they, they don't, they live alone necessarily. Or, you know, but human beings are not like that. Human beings are social and uh, they need to connect and be connected with other people. And I think that Social media has done that. Now, I think, you know, when you see people say, you know, I, I went to dinner and they show the, the food they ate, I think that's a little bit over the top. But if that's what they want and somebody wants to watch it, it's harmless, you know, we do that. Um, but, when, you know, when you, can, when you can see your grandchildren, you know, uh, 10 states away, you know, you're in Pennsylvania, they're in Colorado, and you can see your grandchildren growing up, that you would have missed, you, you know, you can't, you just, what's that worth? You know, at my age, being a grandfather, it's worth everything, you know, to, to be able to see those. Those are memories you would have never had, had it not been for social media. I know social media started out with a great intention, and that's basically what it was. And uh, and I, I can't see anything but good about that, you know. And, and like anything else, you get other people using it for other purposes, which we'll talk about in, in the uh, future podcast, but uh, the, the the whole overall technology and then social media, it's it's uh, it's remarkable. I just before I came here to do the podcast, I did my first Zoom meeting. Uh, I'm a trainer. I train people and I train people and help them adjust their attitude, line their attitude with their goals. It's a process I call breakout, and I've been doing that face to face now for 20 years. They would sit in front of me, and I would. Uh, 
I would work with them and help them find the limiting opinions, holding them back, and get help them get rid of it. And uh, then we would, they would make great progress. Well, I've been doing that now. I said almost 20 years, around 20 years. This is the first one I ever did with Zoom, and uh, <laughs> it actually works better. It it actually works better than being face to face. I didn't show. I didn't let him see me. I saw my uh, my client. And I could see all of his facial expressions, all of his, I could hear him perfectly and read him perfectly. And I think looking at me would have just been a distraction. So when he's looking at a blank screen, uh, he was really inside himself, which is where he had to be. So uh, I see myself now training trainers, training people, doing the breakouts. I don't see myself having to drive somewhere or somebody having to drive to me. Maybe you want to meet somebody that way eventually, but... It's not going to be important. I, I don't. I think with this virus that we had, or had, I guess we still have it. It's, I think it's going to come to a close here in the next six, eight months. But uh, with this virus, we all learned a, a new way of living. You know, vir- virtual appointments. Uh, you know, when they, some of my salespeople said they had vir- virtual appointments. I thought that isn't going to work. You know, you got to be there. Well, it did work. They're making sales with virtual appointments. Uh, I used to bring my sales staff to. Uh, 25 people, around 25 people, I would bring them into my office every Friday. Some of them were driving an hour and a half to get there. So if they met at 9 o'clock, you know, their whole morning, by the time they got out of there, it was probably around 11.30 noon. So they they pretty much lost Friday as a selling day. Now they come on the, uh, we do a Zoom meeting at 9 (laughs) o'clock. It's over in 25, 30 minutes. They had the rest of their whole day, and nobody had to drive and spend all that, waste all that fuel and all that time. So that is, that is a form of social media because a sales management meeting is a social event as well as a, yeah. an info, information event. So I just, see it, uh, I just see it getting better and better and more useful and more helpful uh, as time goes on. I think uh, there'll be a lot less need for people to get on airplanes and go see their clients you, don't have, you really don't have to do that anymore. Maybe you're going to do a little bit, but uh, I, I, I don't know what that would do to air travel on airlines. It's probably going to make a major adjustment, but uh, uh, I, I just see it. I, I see all kinds of wonderful things, and I've been experiencing all kinds of wonderful things. And the virus forced me to. Other than that, I was kind of just, okay, yeah. it's out there. Now I use it, and I say, my God, what I had been missing. It's forced a lot so, of, you know, technological change I think yeah. on a lot of businesses and a lot of yeah. individuals as well right one uh, thing I'm sorry Go ahead. one thing that I think of you know whenever I think of like social media and it's such a broad definition it's not just you know Facebook and Instagram or Twitter or whatever it may be it's I just looked up the definition of it let me get back to that sorry bad radio here Websites and applications that enable users to create and share content or to participate in social networking. And when you were talking, I was just thinking about Facebook has their, their feature or their function. It's called, you know, like Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different social networking sites that do that um, where you can, you know, sort of get into groups with people who share you know, similar hobbies, similar things sure. that you like. So like a car or like a Mustang group. A car or, club, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or a certain and I type think of stuff car. like that is really cool. Or somebody it, likes horses. Yeah, yeah, like we were talking about it allows people to connect and 
in that case, it's people that you would have, you know, never even really connected with. Right. Because they could be all over the world, actually. All over the world, yeah. all over the country. And, you know, sometimes maybe they're even close by and you can have like a little, like a meetup or yeah. something with people. My business like. partner uh, belongs to, it was called the Durant Club, which was oh. a very limited car that only had a few years life. But uh, he was president of the club for a long time. He's pretty active in it. Yeah. but. You know, when he, he talks about my, my buddy in Germany or my buddy in Australia, I mean, I'm going back quite a few years, four or five years. I mean, you know, that what you're talking about, that is what was possible. Yeah. So he actually, uh, sometimes those people, they get together once or twice a year for a meeting. And I think that was always in the United States somewhere. But, you know, that, uh, that, that, yeah, that those are other outreaches that it does. And I think yeah. it pulls the world together. Yeah, and I think that that really kind of influences a lot of positivity in people's lives. It's not Absolutely. just, you know, scrolling through your feed and seeing, like, horrible news and stuff that just kind of, like, brings you down during your day. But it's stuff that, you yeah. know, brings happiness to your life. And Yeah, one of the things I never did, I know we're smile. jumping on, on the other side, but yeah. one of the things I never did was get on Twitter. Mm. Because I think Twitter is just people's opinion, and I, I don't need anybody's opinions. I, I try to get rid of my own, much less adopt somebody else's, but uh, that's the whole point of our yeah. patent process on Breakout. Because, but, uh, so I never get on Twitter, but uh, and Instagram, you can message somebody. I do a little bit of that, but uh, a little bit of Facebook. But uh, using the Internet, you know, it's just... I, I type in... I'll type in a question on Google, all right, and uh, it, it is amazing what I can come up with. I mean, I can ask a question: How do you find uh, how do you find the addresses of, of uh, people who are wealthy donors? Boom! <laughs> now I'm getting uh, I'm getting solicited on my phone every every day about companies that provide that information. You know, and they had no idea where you know. But so, uh, like I said, I'm new. To it, I'm uh, new to it because I ignored it for so long, and uh, it's it's just a wonderful tool. Yeah, I had one friend that did even a virtual wedding, which Thank is you. like another thing. You know, it's just like really cool what people yeah. have been able to do, especially with the pandemic. Like I said, it's really forced yeah. people to. He had a, a wedding on Zoom. You know, everybody was on the Zoom call watching. What they do for food? Have a pizza? No, well, was, <laughs> <laughs> they had, to each one. They had a smell come out of your speaker. Of the food, yeah. uh, but it was just you know it was cool being able to like you couldn't be there. They didn't want to cancel the wedding. They were ready to get married, but sure, I still got to watch you know one of my my best friends get yeah, married. Yeah, you got to watch them get, uh, get married, which yeah. was good. Which and that is, just wasn't really popularized you know months ago or a year ago, right? Or even you know church you services or mm-hmm. whatever religious service or concerts, everything yeah. like that. It's in, in some aspects it's a little sad because a lot of the social aspect of that stuff is removed which we can talk about in future episodes well it, you know with the virus that'll, that'll come back too you yeah know, like i said people want to they want to press the flesh too they want to shake hands touch each other and look yeah. each other in the eyes but uh you know social media and the and technology brings you about as close to that as you can get that, that will come back there's no question people will still want to be families friends you know gatherings come together yeah i wonder if the reason we're seeing, you know, sort of a spike in cases recently is because everybody was so ready to get back to that. Maybe a little too yeah, soon. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, people are, you know, with the virus, people are really, they're really shut in. And uh, I know myself, I, you know, I, I look at my personal credit card. I pay it off every month when it comes in, you know. It would be probably anywhere from 1800 to $2,500. 
Uh, I have had months that they've been under 500 for 475. You know, I, well, I didn't spend any money. How come I didn't spend any money? I didn't go anywhere. Because, you know, I didn't go to restaurants. I spent a lot. I eat out a lot. We eat out a lot, you know, and all that was gone, you know, and uh, and I entertain a lot. So, you know, if you're going to have a party, a dinner party, you probably spend $200, $300 to have a nice dinner party, and you're not, not, not doing that either. So uh, it's it's just different and very different that way, you know. I think that it'll, saving, it'll come back. That saving of money is also causing people to make bigger purchases, which is I just think like, so. I I bought a car. I have a friend who's looking to buy a car, and he was saying it's hard to get a good deal on a car right now because they they're just telling you outright people. A lot of people are just buying cars. They're buying cars, buying like houses. You were saying, too. you know, a lot of people are buying houses yeah. and houses that are bathrooms. that are affordable. The younger yeah. People are buying houses in, in Pittsburgh yeah. here around uh, about 250 and under. Now the yeah. ones at 450 are not moving as well. Yeah, that's really interesting, yeah. I, and I think that you know the lack of sort of excess spending and entertainment yeah. spending is certainly must. Which be a may change that. people's spending habits too. Yeah. I, I have to tell you, I do not feel the need to go back to the restaurants as much as I used to. I uh, I don't feel that need. And I actually feel bad for restaurants. I think they've taken the hardest hit in this pandemic because yeah. you need to have 85% capacity in order to make it work. And, you know, they were at zero capacity. And when they did go back, they were 20%, 25%. Well, yeah. luckily, one thing is that online ordering does do pretty well for those businesses. Yes, the ones that adapted. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of them couldn't adapt. Yeah. You know. My dad has a, it's a smoothie bowl, smoothie uh, shop. And since they implemented online ordering, their business yeah. has actually increased. Yeah. So more people are buying their product now than yeah. they were a year ago. And yeah. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. You, know, some you can of grow. This, you can. Yeah, some of that has worked away. Uh, our retail uh, remodeling business, Kitchens and Baths, is actually uh, up hmm. since the pandemic. We had two months of nothing, but then it's actually up. So um, yeah. I think that has to do with a lot of internal changes we made. You know, but it but it's still up. But as I talk to other our suppliers, there then others are not experiencing that so much in our in our industry. Yeah. You know, a lot of them are flat and yeah. down. Well, I I think that we've kind of covered everything that there is on. I'm sure there's more positives of social media, and I'm sure we could sit here all day and talk about it. But I think that this is probably good for today. And next time we'll get into, you know. Really, the what the documentary is all yeah, about. Yeah, as we finish up, though, I think it's, I, I think stuff. it's, uh, you know, I don't care what, what innovation you have, you know, it has to be used wisely. And you'll, you know, take an automobile. Okay, an automobile is a weapon if you don't drive it correctly. You know, so whatever guns. Okay, guns are fine as if you don't if you use them safely. Okay, and so forth. So everything. Uh, I think anything beneficial has two sides to it. It has to be used properly. And I think we have to find the balance in, in, uh, in social media. So yeah. that'll be our topic for next time. Yeah. And an automobile, yeah. just kind of going off that real quick, an automobile is a weapon if you don't use it correctly. And, you know, think about if automobiles had progressed as fast as computing power and technology has progressed. They said in the documentary it's, increased at like almost a trillion times since it's been around and you know what has computers the computing power yeah. and yeah, it's absurd they were like imagine if cars had you know progressed that quickly we would 
we would be going like thousands of miles per hour and like people would just be getting crushed <laughs> yeah. on the side. It's crazy. Yeah. There's no wonder because we can't evolve to handle that quickly enough to, you know, be able yeah. to deal with it properly. And right. that's well, I can tell you this on. about cars. I mean, you know, because I started driving in 63 and I watched cars in the late 50s and early 60s. Okay. It, it, you would invariably see a car that rolled over, was on its roof or whatever. You, you know, if you just in a normal year, you'd probably see a dozen of those accidents. Not, you know, you just see them observe them. I, I don't, can't remember the last time I saw a car leave its wheels. That's, that's improvement. See, so cars have improved. Brakes, <laughs> in 1965, you might as well drag your feet to stop. You know, now I, I every I have three or four different types of vehicles now. I can stop almost on a dime on any one of them. You have the analog brake, it's you know, so you don't skid. It brings you to a stop. So they real they really have improved. Uh, now they're starting to have the driver assist. You know, I, I bought my lady a Volvo, and uh, she can literally take her eyes off the wheel and let it drive. I, I can't stand it because it. You have to press a button, or it wants to take you, and so you can override it. You know, but they've they've improved too. So, and I can appreciate. I don't know that they could have ever gotten as fast, or you know, going to do what computers can do. I still cannot understand how you could put that data in that little space, but I don't need to because they do. They know how to do it. I just use it. Yeah, (laughs) social media would almost be like if you put you know, the owner of a Model T behind the wheel of a car, of the fastest car, a yeah. hundred years from now. Yeah. And they're, they would crash it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, there's no doubt. Sure, sure and we're crashing social media and we'll get there's, into that. There is, uh, you know, there's more, there's more computer ability in a child's game than what they used to go to the moon. Yeah. And that's a fact. Yeah. I mean, the, if you just look at the, if you make a comparison how primitive it was then in 69 when we went to the moon and what they have now. So Crazy. All right. All right. Well, thank See you, you for next the week. Time, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Think to Win podcast. We will be back next week with an interesting and maybe a little disturbing uh, episode, a couple of episodes on the downsides of social media. Uh, If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a like and a comment and subscribe. That really helps us out a lot. And if you would like to learn more, check out our website at PlatinumEdgeSalesTraining.com. Thanks for listening.